Bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one again. Uh, I'm at Ref Marsh. This is at WTWOTR the show. With me today on Thursday night. This it's it's second round. This is this is the second round nightcap. I just did a whole drinking hour with uh with old Bishop. So we're in it. We're in the mess. In the why, is Bishop, why is Bishop trying to steal my spot, man? Yeah, you should have seen Curl came through. He was uh, livid that it wasn't the show we thought it was going to be. Oh, uh, see, Bishop. See, Bishop, you, you're taking my spot, okay? Yeah. Why didn't you just do birthdays at the same time, Bishop? Why didn't you tell everybody it was your birthday? Happy birthday, Bishop. Yeah, why didn't you do that? You told people. I thought he told. I don't know if you told people. Just saying. Yeah. Getting the Thursday night people all riled up. Is that how you do things in Delaware? I promise uh, myself. But... That's a good point. Yes. I mean, I wonder how old his chickens became. Everyone's got chickens oh. out there. Oh. I'm seeing this shit online right now about Dave Milliken. Did you see this? Who? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't been on Twitter in like three days. So I open oh, it up. I One of the first things I see okay. is uh, Dan Belts or Belt Fan Dan, who's a custom belt. Uh, Maker. Super super fan. I think he's a super fan of him. Oh, okay. He posted this little thread here, and it's crazy. He goes, um, Glad Dave Milliken had the time for Taka's Jericho interview, but still can't find the time to finish the 50-plus paid-in-full belt orders he still owes to collectors 
going on 10 plus years in some cases, biggest con in all of wrestling, but overlooked because of who his friends are. And someone said, is the list of paid customers still growing? I remember hearing this ad on a podcast a while back, like really. Uh, and then Dan says, he claimed on the podcast 40 belts, but it's more than that. Then with Reggie Parks passing, Dave is responsible for Reggie's multi-year backlog, according to the fine print when paying the LLC. Dave already claims he will not honor that because he told Rico to remove it. Crazy. You just like... Yeah, this is insane. Someone says, why didn't you make it to the court of law? He said it would likely be a class action lawsuit. would have to be. Uh, some people who are able to get Dave to c contact them after they had lawyers draft letters and send them to Dave and send a copy to Tennessee Attorney's General Office. Sadly, real court would cost more in legal fees than the belt money. And then he says, update. Yesterday, a customer who was waiting years on their belt received a refund check from Dave. It should be noted this person had a lawyer draft a letter and sent it to the Tennessee Attorney General in 2022. Oh, Jesus. God, that is crazy and not cool. But yeah, I'm glad we got our custom belt. The old oh, wow. Wrestling on the Rocks overweight championship of the world. Oh, Jesus. Drinking buddies. Thanks, Reddit. It was a lot. Um, but yeah, that's kind of crazy. Uh, I wonder how much of them were like custom versus replicas. You know what I mean? Like, cause those custom belt makers would make like a, a replica of the winged Eagle per se. Right. But like, yeah, I wonder how many people were trying to get like podcast type stuff, like putting my logo on this belt. How many other people were trying to do that and never got it? I don't know, but it seems like maybe it was a mixture. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about these things. So, you know, I, yeah. no clue, but maybe that's what it could have been. I don't know. But to have enough people outraged, but then also, yeah. so he was actually on talk as Jericho doing what? Yeah. Just, I'm sure just talking to Jericho about bullshit. Oh, okay. Just talking about how he's amazing and stuff. I always think I've, I've heard a couple of interviews and enjoyed them. I thought they were interesting. I wonder if he just did that with like the pure replicas, because like, imagine if you're a promotion and you went to him and you wanted the world title and you, well, who knows? You know what I mean? Well, he could have skipped out on money on an actual promotion. It's I don't true. know. It's possible, I guess. I guess. Know. People are in this community, I will say, these people are very shady. That's all yeah. I'll say. Yeah. And I mean, and how many industries is the money up front? You know what I mean? Like, it's getting weirder and weirder to the amount of people that want money up front because they don't trust you not to pay. But what's really happening is that people aren't should be not trusting people to get what they pay for. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's insane. That happens more often. Always more oh, yeah. people are willing to pay the amount than people are willing to do the work. Yeah, exactly. Huh? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't intend to do that. I just was open where why right when our, uh, our intro was going and I was like, like, what? Well, hold on. What is this? So, so let's backtrack just a bit. Miss Amanda Jane, what's in your glass? Well, you know what, guys? I'm actually currently on the road. I apologize in advance for the horrible lighting, but I was in a bar mood. I've already have had at the hotel I'm at. Shout out to Hyatt. I was at a convention. Uh, Hyatt convention. Um, mm -hmm. I just had two very, very lemon drops. But now mm -hmm. I'm having some orange cream soda called... Texas Orange Dream Craft Soda. There you it go. It was free. And then when I'm done with that, 
Do you know what red cola is? I'm trying to figure out what red cola is because I'll drink this other one. I think it's going to be like Big Red. Have you ever had Big Red? The gum? No. Mm, what's the that? soda? Well, what's it taste? The soda. Like? Big Red soda pop. She did too. Everyone thinks it's gum. It's a soda. Yeah, it's kind of a cinnamon flavored soda. They don't make that. Ingredients number one: water, two, corn syrup. Okay. But isn't that what sodas? American cream. Oh, it's a variety of cream soda. So it's creamy. I do remember getting it, but it's got like a bit of a tang to it because it was uh, one of my old buddy's favorite sodas. So every now and again, if I'd see a Big Red, I'd bring it home for him. Like Big Red, um, when I think of it, it's like looks like Hawaiian Punch. Yeah. So it's not. Or my thing. Oh, no. The other one was Tahitian Treat. That one was good. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I guess we'll see if it's, we'll see uh, like, if it's like a cream soda. Yeah. I don't know. But um, this one is orange cream. And let me tell you, it tastes pretty damn good. Only reason why I'm cracking these open is because I can't take them on the plane. And oh. we had a swag bag that we could put our own, like, fun things. And um, I actually have from uh, – I've totally been wanting to go to a Bucky's, mm. And they have things from Bucky's. So I have animal beaver crackers and um, a bag of beaver uh, salted caramel nuggets, beaver nuggets or whatever. So I haven't had those yet because I wanted to take them home for snacks, but they wouldn't yeah. let me take home the stuffed beaver thing. It was part of one of their props. And I was like, no! You try to take part of their display? I Well, I wanted to take it home. They didn't say, you know, you couldn't take it, but I did not take it, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Because they did tell you you couldn't take it. Yeah. But I could have <laughs> taken it. Boy, that sounded yeah. all sorts of confusing. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of the old beaver nugget. Uh, yeah, I'm having. I'm just. I'm finishing up my vodka drink, and uh, and I've got a another drink here uh, for uh, specific cheers, uh, and then I'm gonna have probably some like seltzer stuff. But you know, it's not about what you're drinking; it's who you're drinking with, and we're drinking with all you a drinking buddies. Uh, there's a bunch going on. We haven't been on in a while. I don't know mm -hmm. if we're going to hit every topic and completely review AEW and NXT. Uh, there's just kind of a lot happening that we thought we could just talk about, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, for one, I went to a show up in Tempe that we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We do want to talk a little bit about, uh, AEW and NXT, uh, and a little bit about some of the new stuff. So, uh, you had told me before it's how we started the last show. So if anyone's hearing these two back to back or anything, uh, I mean, it shouldn't be a big surprise to hear again. I won't repeat everything that I said earlier, um, but uh, I do want to let you have the floor to be able to, to say your piece on, on Jay Briscoe, what he meant, who he was oh, well, interactions. I was hoping maybe we can do birthdays first. Cause that's a very, heavy thing especially because of one of the people whose birthday it is this week yeah yeah well so, if you want we can do that i thought that the birthdays would lighten up the mood after something no like you know what would lighten up the mood hmm. talking about kawaii oh my god that's true that would so yeah yeah was, I I, it's not funny but you know but yeah. anyways. all right well then then yeah. run through them birthdays. Let's run through the dem birthdays. All right. So this is actually a really great one. I want to shout out yesterday 
because this is a show we talk about NXT. Yep. My fa- favorite leader of the Choo Choo Train, the conductor, which is what it should be said. Happy birthday, Wendy Choo! I love yeah. her. I'm. She's probably I'm, sleeping through this right now. Probably, but she's going to wrestle next week. So. We were talking about Wendy Chu. Yeah, Wendy Chu. I got yelled at for that. Why did you get all producers, lady, lady, yelling at you about Wendy Chu? Oh my lord, what the hell? She heard me say accuse somebody of sleeping, and she thought I was accusing her of being (gasps) sensitivity. But sensitivity. (laughs) Oh my! Oh my! We've had. (laughs) I'm not. I'm explaining why I'm being yelled at. Oh God. Uh yeah, speaking of more NXT people, uh last week we did miss the lovely Casey Canzaro. Happy birthday. Nope. We miss people like Riddle, Shane McMahon, all those other fun stuff. But actually, today we have a couple of birthday people. So shout out to uh my favorite. Well, no, I guess no, he's not my favorite, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. But yo. Batista, happy birthday, Dave. Yeah, Have you seen the, um, the Onion thing on Netflix? Oh, the, the Knives Out redo? or, or Yeah, the Knives one? Out. Not like yet. It's on our thing. list, and it's one that we've pulled up a couple times, but then oh. something else has grabbed our attention that we've, we've done. Let me on. tell you, Dave Batista is fucking hilarious in this movie. Great I've heard by it. a couple people that it is very good. It is very, very good. I've seen it now three times. Mm. Loved it. I was I, even told by somebody, they asked me to go, have you seen the original Knives Out? And I was like, yes. And like, actually, it doesn't matter. You could still watch yeah. this one. I was like, what? And they're like, you got to watch the new one. Like, it doesn't, you don't, yeah, you don't have good. to. I was like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's very, very good. I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, Machine Gun, Carl Anderson. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. Um, nice to see those kinds of things. Um, the million dollar man, happy birthday. I still cool. love that whole, you know, the Cameron Grimes L A night. Yeah. I still loved all of that. I still that do. one. It was fun. That might be one of my favorite stories of the pandemic era in NXT. The million awesome. dollar storyline. But it was great. I mean, I loved it. It was great. That's what I mean. It might be my favorite one. When I think about, cause there's good ones. There's ones I really liked. I, lo- I loved the Balor and, Kyle O'Reilly story actually in Balor and Cross I like yeah. but like when I think about just like the most excitement and most fun that was the most yeah it was and great. that was the one I looked forward to the most to see what mm-hmm. was next I think we all did on that one yeah so yes um and then also um you guys aren't going to know this guy but um one of my local people out in the Bay Area one half one half of uh the freshest tag team part of the conglomerate which i really hope they get to be at the collective at for the culture i'm really pushing for that uh is alpha zo so happy birthday dude it's crop top birthday time so woohoo uh surprise like what the hell are you talking about um but it's okay you know take a drink relax yeah breathe in and out so that's another you know that's another good one um Let's see. Our truth happy birthday. I would rap. What's up? What's up? That's all you're going to get from me. Oh, boy. 
Another birthday boy, Tyler Breeze. Happy birthday. And now here's one from AW, but I must ask this question because I don't know. But happy birthday, Wardlow. Where the hell did Wardlow go? I don't know. I just thought he fell out of favor. I don't know. I they cooled I, him off. They cooled him off like they didn't want him around. You know. Yeah, they sure did. But but you know what? Tony does that to everybody. Almost everybody. You know what I was gonna say since you brought it up, since you're bringing up Wardlow. Because <laughs> this because he's a perfect example of this. I was actually thinking, I was like, I'm gonna bring this up. Okay. Do you think that there's a part of Tony that literally Get someone to be cheered one time, like a like a like even a debut. They cheer, and you think Tony goes, oh, "All right, well they're over. I don't have to worry about that one," and sets them aside. Like, well they're over. They're they're as over as they're gonna get. I'll, anytime they come out, they're gonna get that big ovation. I don't have to worry about booking them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Wardlow's the victim of that too, where it's like people wanted to work with him to do stuff, and then all of a sudden he was like no one like a Jericho or uh, or someone who's got the ear of Tony, which at the time Wardlow was getting MJF and CM Punk and all that. Once CM Punk walked away, there was nobody saying, I want to work with Wardlow. So in his mind, he's like, well, he's over. I can use him whenever. I'll just wait until someone wants to work with him. Like, it doesn't seem like he's got a ton of foresight. No. I... I... Tony's oh my weird. god, he's pulling his shit again. Curl's trying to like push his shit, man. Wait, Look at this, no. he's doing it again. He goes, so I just feel the need to mention something that wasn't scripted that happened on Impact. Dude, every time you say that and show me those clips, it looks scripted as fuck, man. What are you talking about? Scott is not that good at being off script, and I'm not buying the bully shit. Bully, it's all bully yeah. and Scott Damore. It's See, bully. it's bully again. Bu- okay, bully Ray, okay? Horrible he's on script. That's I'm not buying it, dude. And he doesn't even come off like he's not. No, he's a dick. Bully Ray was set. It's right here. Bully Ray was set to be in a mixed gender match, and he walks up to the ramp and says, "You're out of your mind if you're thinking I'm getting in the ring with women. Men don't wrestle women. Then refuse to sell any of the women's moves the entire match." Yeah, that's exactly in character. That's not off that's not- at all. No. That's not even sort of surprising. That's exactly what he would do to try and get some cheap fucking heat. IWC heat. I mean, yeah. it's good heat. It's good heat to be real. He's but good that's IWC that. heat. Yeah. But I read it for you. <laughs> Kiro. Because <laughs> I still like you. You're my dude. Hey. I'll read for you anytime. <laughs> I watched um I watched uh the of course, they cut his mic. When, look, they cut his mic when they said it. That's how. Like, that's how you know they cut CM Punk's mic at the right time too. That's part of the show. I'm not buying it, dude. I'm not buying the bullies off script. The mm-hmm. only way he's getting away with off script is quote not being told what to do. That's that's the that's the closest you can get to difference. Hey, I'm gonna go out there and trash the idea of this women's match. Okay. Oh, he shouldn't have said it like that. Ugh. He said what you said. Like, there's I don't. Not for a second am I buying the bully rays out there saying, I'm not going to wrestle a woman and go, oh, how could he have said that? They would have never. He's one of the, he's the biggest heel they have. Of course, he's going to say fucking MJ would have done the same thing on. No, script. no, no. You don't think MJF would have said that shit? 
No. It's too easy not to. That's low-hanging fruit. That's his M.O. M.O.J.F. Okay. All right, we should get back to birthdays, and then I'll give yeah, Carol a little what for again. Sorry. <laughs> but again, I like Carol, and I'm, but I'm reading it. I don't know how that's segmented from Mordlow to Bully Ray. Boy, you sure can derail this show. I mean, if you guys want to derail the show, that is an option. We record that live. We keep the chat open. Timing one too. Yeah, that one got yeah. me all heated. Yeah. See. <laughs> Good lord! Thank, thank God that didn't interrupt something else because, boy, awkward. No. Yeah. So, anywho. Oh yeah. By the way, Kiro, I did believe in Joe Hendry. By the way. Oh. I believe in Joe Hendry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a nerd. Anyways, I said Tyler Breeze. Maurice. Okay, I fucking love Maurice. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I do. I've always loved Maurice, though. But anyways, I know people can disagree with me, but whatever. Uh, Honky Talk Man, Michelle McCool. And I think I went over on one, but uh, I almost told you it's... Uh, Monet, Monet's birthday. Let's go in. Let's segue into that. Happy birthday, people! Marsh like showed me one of I think the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and it was a couple of minutes of my life that I don't, I cannot get back. Wait, are you are you off of the birthdays? Yeah, because I almost said it was her birthday. Happy birthday, y'all! And then I thought you were gonna talk. Briscoe and then well I almost told us that Monet's birthday but it's it's wrong it's for next week so I was gonna do okay oh, yeah no, all right. okay, well whatever sorry. it's your show today do whatever you want no it's not my show yeah okay. it is it's fine it's your show today no right? I just got derailed okay that was you Kira you got me all flustered because you got Marsh all like mad and now whatever, I don't care it's your show and now I'm just here I'm to party not my party no, no i'm here party, to party i'd have to i get coca-cola but i'm stuck with this because you know we're a pepsi hotel god damn anyway girl makes a really good point actually mm. says it's amanda's show talk about Ooh. butts we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll that's another segue another for later <laughs> yeah we'll we'll broach oh, that bump when we get to it i need someone to remix the Salt and pepper. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about butts, baby. Let's okay. Yeah, Anyways. I still need to make that. Right. I'm here for the dude butt shirt. Let, let's. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, talk see. about the 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 banks Monet, money Monet, Mercedes Monet, yeah. money Monet, money well, money money. Where did that come from? Because you just showed Monet. Me. It was NJPW's yeah. YouTube. It was their official YouTube. That was their edit, their video of Sasha Banks. Oh cutting of fucking six minute long promo Ugh. with a lot of cuts so it went on longer i wonder if they did it like interview style asked her to say something about something and she responded because yeah in fairness i i do feel like with all the hard cuts that it comes off disjointed mm-hmm. and i feel like there's a possibility it's because it was recorded in a very disjointed way and that might not be her fault so in her defense it could be that they did it interview but, style and cut out all the things that would give you that context. Yeah, but there was a lot of stuff in there that was like, what the fuck? Yeah, they didn't have to use all that. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I, I couldn't take it after a while. 
So about halfway through, I had to turn it off. I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. And March made me go back. But what I couldn't, during the parts that I couldn't handle was, I don't think she knows what her name is because she kept calling herself different things. And I'm there like, was, by that. It there was, was a legit yeah. part of me when I was watching it that thought, did they record this before the trademark came through? Because she tried to trademark a couple things. And I think Banks Mon- Monet or Banks Monet and Mercedes Monet were both on that list. And so I was like, part of me was like, did she record this like a couple months ago before she knew which one she was going to stick with? And she kept that hairstyle for that long? I would hope not. That's a wig. Or whatever. Yeah, when you pay for a wig, you use it a lot. No, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, like, I paid for this shirt. I wear it every week. People see well, it every week. that's different, though. I mean, I'm less of a gimmick than she is. Like, so, yeah, if I... You kidding me? You're just a referee shill. That's we just all. haven't gotten to Marv yet, but we're putting Marv up in here. Like, we... Oh, I know you're putting... Oh, he has a name now. Yeah. So, it's like... Uh... Oh. You use stuff. So there's no way she's not going to use that hair a bunch. So, she paid for it. So Marv, this yeah. is totally like, totally not subject on the topic of anything. Marv needs a shirt too. And you We've been I'm already doing. investigating shirts for Marv. Thank you. Uh, no, but that I'm talking a special one you're going to buy for $45. Those are full size shirts. Well, I know, but I'm he trying to get puppet size shirts. I know you can get a puppet size shirt. I'm sure, oh, but yeah. anyways, anyways, he does need our show shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to get. We've been looking at. Uh, we even saw a proper number twelve bottle that had a little hoodie on it to like keep it warm or something. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see if I could get it to fit him. Oh, because how cool would that be if it was just him in a proper twelve hoodie? So dope. Yeah, nice. I would probably have to. I would have had to cut the sleeves off, so it would have been like Randy Orton style. Nice. But he could do it. He could rock it. I think he could. Marv's a badass. Yeah. So now people are going to want stickers of Marv. I've been actually, I actually purchased a couple brushes for Procreate to try and draw fuzz better. Oh. So I'm working on a drawing of uh, nice. for us to use. Yeah. Nice. It's in the works. It's in the works. Nice. It's coming down the cannon. Yeah. And maybe we have a shirt. It's Marv's fault. Yeah. I mean, Marv's the one who's been farting in the mic. He sounds constipated. See? Okay. I don't know if that makes it better or mm. not. And that's a parallel to the the hard cuts. I don't know if that made everything better. No, maybe. I don't know. But she, That was a hard cut. Yeah, I know. But she didn't... It was awful. Like I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? And then... Okay, let's hear the other part that bothered me. And I can say this. I'm disclaimer. I can say this because I'm Asian. Why she, Why does she have to like make fun of, um, say this something, a comment about what Kyrie said in her speech and break it down in broken English? That was, was weird. horrible. English. It was weird. Yeah, and I was wasn't. Did she, yeah, she, uh, I mean, that I don't was... want to trash it much, but like it was, it it was oh, it went on really, you... really long. I'll let you trash it because I'm Asian and I'm giving you a yellow card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if that's how the IWC would see it. But well, I don't care. They, uh, I, I, so it's okay. She was like stumbling over words anyways. I feel like you just recut it. I just it was really long for what it was. It makes you wonder yeah. how much they actually recorded. And like I said, it felt like it felt like interview style, but then they played it like it was promo style and they felt yeah. like that discombobulated it, which didn't do her any favors. But well, then the stumbling over her own words was worse because you yeah. could tell it was a pre-tape and you go, yeah. okay, just re-say it, it. But they didn't give her enough cuts to do yeah. And you know what that is? Hmm. Why? Yeah. That was also insulting too. But yeah, the Kari is so kawaii with a little yeah. peace sign. I was like, ooh. Yeah. He's definitely coming in as a heel. Yep. And I don't know what's worse. JR saying Oriental or this. It hasn't triggered me yet. So I think yeah. JR saying Oriental is still on top. But the minute that Monet banky monet or whatever the frick like yeah bank on monet or whatever the fuck she wants to say yeah, yeah. then i'll get all her but i'm yeah. hoping she gets a lot of heat from it like in a good way i He's hope that she gets booed to. out of the building and stuff and people He's are like nah too i know i because don't think she will, everybody but... wanted sasha banks she's yeah. not going to yeah yeah they're not she's not going to because people are going when she was on Wrestle Kingdom, people went and bought those the shit out of those tickets because mm -hmm. people want to yeah. see her. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, and I'll give you yeah. the show back. There you go. No, still your show. What'd you, what'd you want to hit next? No, it's not my show. Yeah, it is. Just because Kuro said it. Yeah, Kuro's been right about a lot of stuff. Except for the off-script bullshit. That's not been true. Uh, Bishop's in the chat, show. and he's You're booing. Wrong. He's booing, oh. for sure. Okay. This is a good time to maybe talk about heavy stuff. Okay. Um, and then in case Bishop just showed up, uh, you oh. got a little birthday shout out at the beginning. You you should go back and listen to the beginning of the, at another yeah. date. And I'll get the audio up tonight so that way you can listen to it tomorrow. I know he likes the audio. Yeah. Uh, and also Bishop too. Yeah. When you hear it, I'm just forewarning you. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. What? Thursday. Said it like that. No. I'm just uh, well, I kind of yeah. Too, so so me and bishop we talked about it earlier uh, uh we went kind of we almost had like two little little, little breakdowns uh, about it because of just i mean especially his closeness he lives uh about 30 minutes away from from where all that happened uh he's lived in delaware for quite some time uh, obviously jay briscoe uh was pew is it james pew was that his real name james yeah. pew uh, I don't want to mean just to be disrespectful. I just don't have or it Jay, up. And... It's like Jamin. I think it's Jamin. That's what it is. Jamin mm -hmm. Pew. Um, and I'm yeah. I just don't have it in front of me, and I just keep thinking of him as Jay Briscoe. I just have for a long time. Uh, but you know, kind of grew up together in the same areas and stuff. That he didn't know him, but they they lived uh like very close and went to competing high schools and stuff like that. So so he was a little closer to the whole thing. Um, and so he talked about it and then he had a, a number of interactions on Twitter, which I was not on Twitter at all for any of it. So I didn't see some of the stuff he was seeing. And, uh, I, so I gave him a lot of the floor for that and, and I'm happy I did. And, and he gave me the floor and I talked about it. Uh, but I just don't want to reiterate too much of what I said before, but I do want to give you the chance because 
Jay has been a big impact to most wrestling fans who've ever been exposed to him at all. And you being a big Ring of Honor person, it's not like you haven't been fully aware of him for quite some time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I will say when I heard the media thing was, I was shocked. Yeah. Now, I had only had heard that he had passed. And no one had, how I saw it was, I got a text message from somebody. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Me too. No idea. Because I'm, you know, I'm at a work function. So I didn't Someone know. texted me and said Jay Briscoe died, but they spelled it like J and Briscoe is like one word, but it was just the letter J. And I thought it was a typo. I thought they meant Gerald Briscoe. So I said, Gerald Briscoe died? And they said, no. And then they sent a picture of Jay. And I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go yeah. ahead. I mean, it's as a person who's watched Ring of Honor, because it's obviously how I first saw them. Um, it's shocking to me. Because 38 is such a young age, you know. It's how old I am. It's how old Bishop was until last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where we just saw them at Final Battle with that really great match against FTR. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they started advertising Super Card of Honor and they're right on the poster, you yeah. know, just days before. So it's kind of surreal and weird. And... um I almost kind of, in its own way, I was like, you know what? I want to go back, watch some matches on Honor Club that I, like, remember. Yeah. That, like, they've had some really great matches with, you know, the Bucks. And I know you don't like the Bucks. But this was, like, mm-hmm. in the heyday of, like, the Bucks. And, you know, seeing them. And I think they did stuff with uh, with uh, Steen, I believe. I have to go back and look at Oh, like, that'd be but- cool to find. Steen, you know, uh, El Generico, um, you know. Do you think like Steen that. and Generico face them as a team? Steen and Generico versus so. the Briscoes? I think so. That would be amazing to find yeah, out. Yeah, I think so. I have to go back and look. I want to yeah. say yes, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, But for me, it was just kind of like, man, you know, because it always is one of those things where when, I think when a wrestler dies, you, usually it's been because it was drugs or alcohol and this one it's like it's a car accident and it's very shocking and he had his kids with him and i think that for me it's like man that's such a that's such a loss for one just wrestling in general and two they were they're a staple of ring of honor i don't care you know what people may think of like their beliefs or whatever they were they are ring of honor yeah and as current um tag team champions this one's kind of hard like what do you do do you make a you know a memorial kind of tournament night right now that you have like a tournament of tag team wrestling do you maybe like how nxt has the dusty cup yeah Maybe Briscoe boots or some shit, you know? Yeah, like, or something. I don't know, like a Raiders, you know. They, well, no, they'd have to copyright. But anyways, I don't think Tony Khan would do that because, you know, conflicting mm-hmm. interest. Oh, Bishop, but, um, he mentioned this earlier. I didn't look it up yet, though. I didn't have time. Or I mean, I guess I had time. I just didn't do it. He says, um, 
KO said that Steen and Generico versus the Briscoes was their first big break in the U.S. He talked about it on his Twitter post about it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Just the impact. I mean, a lot of people didn't like them for, you know, some of their beliefs and comments. Yeah. And my thing is, it's like, you know, they were, I think, I, I, I was able to look past that. Yeah. And I think that they are probably one of the best tag teams ever. Like I can put them up in that pedestal just because some of the matches I've seen and just they they were amazing. And plus, you know, I had the pleasure to meet him. Always super, super nice and polite. Mm-hmm. And then of course, um, I want to share a little story because it reminds like whatever, when I think of, I would hear his name. It would make me think of the story of um, I got to hang out with Party Marty's girl once mm-hmm. in Vegas. And I was getting late and I was tired. And I'm like, okay, Marty's needs someone to kind of watch him. And I was that was kind of my thing because I was making sure he's okay. So I Lee, I actually asked Shane Taylor, I'm like, can you watch him? Because no one else is gonna do it. And he goes, Okay. I went and on my way to my room, I was hungry. I went to go get tacos. I hear a commotion and I'm like, that's not coming. That's coming from where I just was. I'm not going to go back and and investigate. Lo and behold, apparently, and I only know this because I had to call security because we thought we saw something in our room, Mm -hmm. in the bed. So we had to have someone come up and look and they brought security. And I had on a t-shirt. I had a villain shirt on. The guy was like, and, and you could see Marty in the shirt. It wasn't one of those drawing ones. And the guy was like, oh, I just saw that guy. And I'm like, oh, you did? Like, oh, how, at the at the wrestling match? And he was like, no, 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 no. He was wrestling some other like homeless looking man in the casino. And I'm like, Oh my God. Mm. It made me think about that. Shout out to the next start fast forward to the next morning or next afternoon. Marty asked me, do you, do you, uh, he looked like horrible. And I'm like, how are you feeling? And he's like, oh, and he just kind of leans into me and he says, I don't remember really anything. And I go, okay. And he says, uh, I can't find my wallet because it's got my ID in there and I can't go home. And he said, can't find my wallet. Don't know what happened to it on my ID. I lost a thousand dollars. And I'm like, oh, I I think I might know where your wallet is. But, and then he said, did I wrestle Jay Briscoe last night by slot machines? And I was like, um, rumor has it you did. He was like, why? I don't know, but apparently I found out from Shane Taylor, who wasn't drinking that night. The two of, like, Marty, all of a sudden, the two of them were trying to say, like, who was the better wrestler, who was the tougher mm. guy, and that's where it started out. So both of them were very drunk. Mm. When Shane Taylor told me that story, I was like, holy shit. And he said, yeah, he said the bad part was there were too many drunk people around, and he was the only one that was not, who was sober, that, yeah, he said, he was trying to break it out, break it down, because he they didn't want the, the security to came. So mm-hmm. they apparently broke that party down. 
was like, no, no, no. So there was no definitive winner? There was no definitive winner. Okay. Yeah. But I always think of that because Marty was just like, oh, my God. And then I'll always remember because when we were talking about that, Brody King and PCO were behind him. And Brody was laughing. And PCO just was shaking his head in, like, disapproval. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I couldn't look at Dave Briscoe that night during Ring of Honor because I was just kind of like chuckling like you and Marty were drunk wrestling in the casino. Are you guys stupid? (laughs) Yeah. So that's always going to be my favorite memory. But um, there's a lot of great matches. So if you've never seen them wrestle, please go back and take a look. It's worth your time. Um, I'm, I'm excited that they're doing a tribute show and how reactive it was because yes, they did film it in Fresno yesterday and Tony says there's going to be more to come, Mm. but I also didn't like how Tony has said that, you know, he wants to make sure that he's going to, he's basically going to treat the Briscoe, like Jay, like how he did with Brody Lee. I have a problem with that. Because if he thought that they were such a great talent, Mm. why weren't they on AEW? Why didn't you put them on Rampage? Why did you just keep them in the back? And that this is something nobody's talking about. And well, everyone's putting the blame on Warner Brothers. And I think here's the other thing that bothers bothers me about it is just that the only person who's been giving that information is Dave Meltzer, which means that Dave Meltzer is being told by Tony Khan. Which yeah. does that mean it's true or not? I don't know. No, I don't. But the so. idea is that Warner Brothers, because of those tweets, is the reason why they didn't want to ever bring them on or talk about them or show them. Uh, and that's why you couldn't sign them. At the same time, like it's like you said, you could have also signed them to an AEW contract and had them on all the non-TBS shows or TNT mm-hmm. shows. You could have had them on other versions. And it also seems like the other people they have on that show who have accusations against them, mm-hmm. who have said wicked stuff. I mean, just the other stuff. I mean, you could even just take the things that MJF says week to week and they're worse than any tweets they put out. Yeah. So it just isn't the same. Like, it doesn't feel like it feels like there's something missing there as far as where that truth lies. And also, too. I'm really sick of the IWC who are like, oh my God, you know, he's a racist and all the and causing drama and stirring a pot. But these are the first people who jumped to say, you know, you know, rest in peace. And, you know, he was a good man. Well, he's always been a good man, but when you conveniently wanted to, I don't know, have an agenda or whatnot, no, yeah, it doesn't work like that. I'm just hating this double standard. I always have, and it upsets me because it's yep. like you know what? He was a damn fucking great performer. I think I summed it up in my on my tweet yesterday. Great performer, nicest guy. It's just a shame. So, prayers to his family because that's a rough situation. Um, I feel for his wife. I hope she has strength during this time because that's hard. Because there's children involved and um i don't have children so i i can't really say but 
that that's hard. You lose, you know, kind of the love of your life. And then you have one child who's in critical condition and you don't know what's going to happen. So I think that, you know, that's kind of a bummer in it itself. So, I mean, just to put it mildly, it's a bummer. I mean, her whole life is turned upside down in in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Realistically, like that was it. Like, they're going to go to cheerleading practice. They're going to come home and have dinner and better have this ready. And next thing you know, you get a phone call, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. that's, it's unimaginable for people like you and me who don't have kids. Yeah. And, and someone, and I'm, and I'm the same exact age and I can only imagine if producer lady were to get a similar phone call, how hard that would be without kids. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's insane, man. It is insane. Like, yeah. and it sucks and it's sad. And I, I just, I just wish that people were a little more open to people being able to change and grow and be better. Cause I feel like that was always what he was trying to do. And he was, he was the way he treated people. Cause the other yeah. thing is this is like how someone treats someone is like their, their real form of character. Right. Mm-hmm. And how they treat the majority. Right. Mm-hmm. You can all, like I know a lot of religious people. I've got religious people in my family who don't think certain things are along what they believe through their doctrine. But they treat every single person, regardless of what they do and what they believe, like they are a valuable person mm-hmm. who deserves love. And I feel like that Briscoe was the same way from every account that I've heard from people who could easily have said, like, yeah, he was rude to me and maybe it was because of X, Y, Z. That just never came up because for him, it didn't matter what he believed. It just mattered who you are. Right. Like, because also his beliefs don't have to be yours, you know? We've talked about before separation of church and state is to protect the religious from having their beliefs without imposing them on other people. Like that can be a thing. Believe what you want, but treat people like they believe whatever they want to, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I've always been pretty, I, I was pretty, pretty banged up about it. Just thinking about the lost opportunities for him yeah. and, and his family. And, and family. not only that too, but now there's a video I guess he filmed this like during the pandemic where um, one of his, I don't know if this is the daughter that was, that's in critical condition or not, but he was doing her cheerleader moves with him, with her. It's such a sweet video. I mean, I, I bawled my eyes out and I did have a moment where when I heard it, I kind of cried a little bit and I watched one of their matches and it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, you know, it, it's, it's it's a lot. It's really sad, and it's something to take in. And I think that, you know, this is a really, this is one that's gonna. It's gonna hurt. I mean, and especially because most of that ta- the talent that's at AEW right now, they all knew him and they knew him well. So for years and years and years and years. So that's kind of a that's another bummer too about it. So, but. Prayers to you guys. May you be strong, rest in power. Yeah. Um, and, you know, bottoms up. Yeah, I had a special cast bourbon spawn that I was saving some for uh, on the drink. So, yeah, that was the special yeah. you were saving. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, I think that there's a, a lot of people out there talking about his matches, and I think it's a good thing. And I think it's mm-hmm. um, he was believable as as all as all could be. Yeah. But 
And I will say too that even in ROH's shitty period, the time when I said was the decline of ROH, they still their the quality of their wrestling was still there. That's one thing that just was not, you know, if there was anything strong, that was strong all up in yeah. there. So Yeah. Yeah, they made me buy into GCW. It was the first match when I went there. They were in a tag team match. I'm trying to remember who it was because I want to say it was like Juicy and Jacob or something crazy. Because I remember just thinking like, whoa. They did wrestle them. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it was. They were the opening match and it was insane. So like, yeah, bought me in. So yeah, obviously thoughts, prayers, condolences, everything that you do. Good juju, just pushing of love, energies into the world, that direction, whatever your version of that is, be it prayer, meditation, or otherwise. That's the direction it ought to go in. Because And there is a GoFundMe um, is that there? has started. Yes. Okay. Only reason why I saw it is because it was on Marty's Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who started it. I don't know either. Tony did say in his tweet that whatever the family needed, he would take care of. So hopefully he's a big donator in that GoFundMe, if nothing else. He should do more than that if he says he wants to take <laughs> this, like, fucking Brody Lee. I'm not saying give his wife a job or anything, but it's like, you know what? Like, at least in ring with Ring of Honor, since he owns it, you need to put something, some kind of something to cement that the legacy of the Briscoes. You know, it'd be cool because they wrestled in Ring of Honor like the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one put together them. A, put the put together a master collection DVD. They've like had all some. the Ring of Honor matches, but all no, of just, them though. Yeah, no, they should. That's what I mean, like at yeah. this point, because I mean, it's shitty to say, but you'll never have a Briscoe Brothers match again. So at this point. No. Put it all in one thing. Every Ring of Honor one, because I don't know if they have rights to GCW or not. Maybe he, maybe he could get some Ooh. of those too. I don't know how they even taped, but like put together and, a Master Ring of Honor Briscoe Brothers story. Like I a think, big DVD of all of it. I think at WrestleCon this year, because part of the collective is they do the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, and um, I'm really hoping they induct the Briscoes this year. Yeah, is it too soon? I don't think so. I don't know. What is too soon? You have to ask yourself that. But I think that would be a great um, a great tribute. I think that would be good. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. So you know it would be good to get out of this little funky hmm. bummer? Talk to me about the show you saw last week. Let me talk to you. Yeah. 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 Um. Let me see. He's the champion. <laughs> so United Wrestling came to two or to Tempe, or we I mean, no, it wasn't Tempe. Mesa. It was Mesa. Yeah, uh, a venue we'd never seen, never even heard of. Pull up, and it's like a multi-venue venue. Like there's a softball field, and there's a baseball diamond, and there's a soccer field, and there's this weird little area in the back and then there's like a gymnastics area. Like it was a strip of like all possible athletic things. And we thought how cool and how weird and how bad is this parking? (laughs) (laughs) 
because it also so happens that it wasn't just that show that night. There was a couple of games. And we got mm-hmm. half off. We got what half off? The tickets. The tickets were half off through VetTix. Also, big shout out and thanks to VetTix uh, for partnering with them to do that. And I mean, it's also just thank you for to United for doing that because uh, they even mentioned it. You know, they they thanked the veterans for coming out via VetTix, which means that they were actively involved in knowing that that happened. And the reason I say that specifically. Is because we've now been through a number of shows through Vet Ticks where the performers didn't know that their tickets were available in Netflix or Vet Ticks. Vet Ticks. They didn't know. And what Vet Ticks is, is if you're a veteran, you prove that you're a veteran uh, through their system and their thing, and uh, then you get availability to these. And, and a lot of times it's something like you're paying the service charge and not the ticket price. So it's like, $14 service charge. How many tickets do you need? Anywhere from one to four. All you pay is that one service charge. And it's really cool. So we check it out. Sometimes we take friends. Sometimes we go together. Um, sometimes they only offer one ticket and we discuss, does one of us go alone? <laughs> go ahead. I saw an elderly um, family there. Yep. He was wearing the same shirt as me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, as, as uh, there was an old man walking in, she's like, I think I see a vet. And then as he took a turn, you could just see his, the shirt vet ticks and we're like yes because everything vet ticks likes is they like when you take a picture of you at the show so you can post it and they like it when you have the little vet ticks on there because you can say look it we do it it works right uh and at one point when they were between matches and the recordings because they recorded three shows uh they thanked everyone and said thank you vets and like i said a number of people we've seen have not uh known I have a couple of friends who we saw perform. We hadn't seen in a long time and we got their tickets through there. And I told them, I was like, Oh, I didn't realize you guys would have done that. And they said, what is that? I had no idea. Never heard of it. So we just don't know the rhyme or reason of when they do. And it was really cool to know that they knew and did it on purpose. So sure. uh, with that in mind, they'd sold over a thousand tickets, in oh, wow. Tempe, which is incredible. Not hmm. Tempe, Mesa, which is incredible. It was the biggest turnout I've been to any independent show. There was more people there than any of the GCW shows I've been to. Marquez had to turn people yeah, Marquez was told not to sell any more tickets. They had to stop. And he goes, but we're still selling tickets. And they said, we don't want you to. Uh, because they were unsure of the crowd being so big. And he had bleachers set up. And, I mean, there's a thousand people there. So it wasn't like it wasn't like there was a ton of open seating. But you could have squeezed an extra hundred people in there. No problem. So, yeah, I'm, he was pissed that he wasn't able to keep selling um promoter what do you expect um yeah i mean for sure yeah he's a promoter that's what he wants but he was really pissed they wouldn't let him so uh but they had johnny laquasto there doing the thing uh announcing stuff they had uh they had a really good turnout and it was just a really good show of all the independent shows i've been to especially in arizona this was easily my favorite one it felt the biggest this felt like independent wrestlemania a Royal Rumble, really, because there was a battle royal with 30 guys. A lot of families. A lot this of families. Was, yeah. This wasn't a Manda card. Yes. Let's let them know what was on the card. This was pure me. And I'm sad that I couldn't go. There were and some I, people that I could tell were a big deal, but didn't know their name, but recognized something about them. And so I sent you pictures and you just responded with who their name was. And you're like, oh, I can't believe this person's there. And I was like, knew it. I knew she'd know. She knew right away. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Remember those dudes who came in with, um, I think it was when Osprey won or lost or whatever. Or no, when Sabian, when Kip Sabian won, those guys came in. I saw the logo of that shirt on someone's uh, uh, gear. 
And I sent it to you because I was like, well, I know she likes that team. She's got to know who that is. And you're like, is that, is that who was it? Who was the guy? It was um, shit. Why am I blanking out right now? Uh, I see them. Text me the picture again. No, I'm just going to scroll up to when I sent it to you because you responded with it. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of people. Um, Bad Dude Tito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was Willie Mack in a fatal four-way um, that had, uh, let's see, we had Ortiz. We had Hammer Ortiz versus Hammerstone. That was one match. Talk to me. Like, that was so good. I know Produce Lady had a little bit of a size issue with Ortiz being kind of small, but that dude's jacked and looks like stone. You know what I mean? Like, he reminds yeah. me of some of those little badasses I used to see oh, in prison. But Producer Lady. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she hasn't liked him almost at all on W on AEW at all, but mm -hmm. she she liked him here. She thought he fit in well and did mm -hmm. well and put over other people and yeah. But producer lady, him next to Hammerstone, Jesus Christ! If anybody, that I was... mean, like, okay, first of all, if Hornswoggle... standing next to Hammerstone did him no favors, correct? Yeah, but if Hornswoggle <laughs> stood next to um to Hammerstone, that would be like Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. You know, but also because he is so big and his thighs, because he's been working the thighs. Yeah. Yeah. His thighs, thighs are probably as thick as Hornswoggle. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was crazy. It was good. Uh, let's see. Janela was in a match. Who was the four way against? I showed you. Cole Cabana only showed up for the Battle Royal. He did as little as he could and got away with it. Uh, let's see. We had Tito and Willie Mack against oh and that was the fatal four-way tito willie mac joey janella and um the captain sean dean what are you doing hold on we, i thought you text messaged me i did yeah no i didn't text message you i'm pulling up the from before i already found it oh i'm showing you the stuff i'm telling you what are you okay. what are you looking at why i already sent it. i'm looking at what i sent you oh okay well show me what you sent me <laughs> why would i show you i already sent it what do you because uh, i don't have your text in my thing it's fine i'm telling you I know, but I want to look at the picture, and I'll tell you right away. Unless um, you're... I'm telling you who it is. Captain oh. Sean Dean, Big Bad Tito, Janela, and Willie Mack were in a fatal four-way, which was yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I sent you the picture of Peter Avalon. He's got a new oh, yeah, haircut. He looked, good. he looked really good. He was in better shape than I've seen him last time. He looked mm -hmm. a little bit uh, – He had his shoulders were even bigger, and he had a really good haircut. Yeah. My first thought when he came out, I was like, that's not Peter. <laughs> <laughs> PPA. not at all when he came out because i thought he was coming out mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna pretend i'm somebody that i'm not that's just not what i do i went when's peter avalon coming out i need to go get a beer because every match had me stuck to my seat and okay. i'm just not a big peter avalon fan in general and i don't try to mean that to be disrespectful he just doesn't connect with me and what i've seen of his i understand was what was directed to him to be but i didn't like the stuff it was not funny to me it was super comedy and stuff that i didn't enjoy i do know that david marquez has gone on twitter and even said peter avalon's total package he can do whatever you want him to do he can be as serious as as a heart attack he can be as funny as a clown anything you see him do it's because that's what that promoter needs that night and he's an absolute pro so i'm sure peter avalon's also an awesome dude and cool guy to work with that said i didn't know what we were going to get here and I was a few matches in, and I really wanted another beer. 
So I went and got a beer, but I snapped you a picture because he looked great. I was like, yeah, Man, he looked great. He looks yeah. awesome. And, and I didn't want to miss any of the battle Royal. That was my other thing. And I will say, because um, Peter Avalon has a longstanding history with working with Marquez on championship wrestling from Hollywood for yeah. a, over a decade. So definitely, you know, they always have that relationship. And yes. I think that if they had, if they didn't make him really gimmicky, I think he would have probably lasted a lot longer with AEW. I agree. I do agree the way they booked him and the way they did it, it was terrible for him. Yeah. Um. Who did Kingston fight? It was a notable person. Super notable. Danny Limelight. Yeah. Oh. Danny Limelight against Eddie Kingston. Mm. Fantastic. The thing that bugged bugged me about this, and this is a whole this is a knock on AEW. And I'll tell you this, we might even get to AEW or NXT tonight. I don't care if we do or don't. When I was because Eddie Kingston made his his entrance while I was like two more people to get to the front of the line to get my drink. Um and the, the group behind me. We also their gorilla was wide open. Where the concession stands was was behind gorilla, and you could see the monitors. So you could oh, see wow. who was watching the matches and stuff. It was pretty cool, but it was That's also funny. funny. So they're sitting there and they're looking and they see, and it's Eddie Kingston. They give him the mic for a second. He says a couple things. And people behind me go, Eddie Kingston from uh isn't that the guy on AEW? And the guy goes, Yeah, he's a jobber over there. He doesn't win anything. And then uh the girl that was with him was all like yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him win. And then they're like, yeah, so I guess he's going to put over somebody tonight. They just thought of him as just as a jobber. They literally called him a jobber. And I was like, fuck, man, it's Eddie Kingston. We used to chant, stab him up. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, insane. So that, bo- that bothered me. Because that's all it is. It's 100% Tony Khan's fault. Sparkler gate. Nuff yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he fucked with his credibility. But at the same time, at the same time, the crowd overall, huge response for him. They were chanting for him. We heard chants for Hammerstone. Uh, People were behind him. There was this guy in there, Fat Boy. I don't know what his other name was. Wait, Fat Boy. Um, Bald? Yes. Um, Like, like he looks like he's like Dominican or Puerto Rican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like is. known, like almost like a juggernaut, like the comic book style yeah. neck where it goes from ear to shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was there and he was awesome. And the crowd was super behind him. Let me tell you, it's also he funny. Actually, oh, go he's ahead. from the Bay Area. He used to is tag he? team. Yeah, he used to tag team with another guy named Sin. I don't know what happened to Sin, but um, his name is Papa Esco. He goes by mm-hmm. Fat Boy. And uh, he. Um, it was great because he was in a stable at APW with MVP. Yeah. And I'm so, it's great to see a lot of these guys that um, he was part of, he was one of Roland Alexander. He w- was trained by Roland Alexander, mm-hmm. but it's great to kind of see that kind of stuff because these are guys that, you know, they might not have made it into big time, but you know, he's done new Japan strong, I believe just like Jared Kratos and, you know, and it's pretty exciting to see these guys. So that's cool. I didn't realize he was in the the the, rumble. the red carpet rumble. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Um, there was a few local guys in there too. 
Um, EJ Sparks is a local guy who's getting a lot of, and, and the crowd was behind him oh, because wow. we know him out here, man. He's one of our guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy, uh, uh, Gino. Um, oh my God, I forgot Gino's last name the other day too, and I remember it later. But uh, oh. a local guy, Gino, got put over big time by Eddie and Ortiz, which was really cool. Because um, after that match with Danny Limelight, they had it was it was basically I don't want to give too many spoilers here, but there ended up being a lot of people in the ring and kind of a melee back and forth. And Eddie kind of looks around like because Eddie was in the match, obviously, so he's like, around, "Who's cool? What's what?" And then one of our local guys was with Ortiz. Eddie grabs the mic and like looks at at Ortiz and says, "Homicide said these guys are good." do you think they're good? You know? And the guy was like, yeah, they're good. And then he's like, okay. And then they all like stood there with a Puerto Rican flag and they were pointing and posing and he's putting them over. He was like pointing at limelight. Like Eddie was there to make that promotion better for him, him being, being there. He wasn't there to get himself over. Uh, That's not his style. Yeah, absolutely. Neither being a bitch, but you know. Yeah. And it was good. It was a good match. Uh, There was a lot there. There was a team, the midnight, hours no it's the midnight the midnight heat friends of the show midnight heat they follow us i hope they listen to us because i was really impressed to be honest i hadn't seen them wrestle they just were on my twitter feed and i was like okay cool like yeah a couple wrestlers that followed us here and there and there were another group of wrestlers and so we followed them back and i'm like they're doing cool stuff that's dope didn't realize it till they came out. I was like, oh my God, those are the guys. You know, producer ladies tell me, like, those are them. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed. I was really impressed because they were the first match. The first match, it was booked perfectly, this this show. The first Marquez, one was like two baby man. faces. It's Marquez, dude. Dude. The first match was two baby faces just trying to out wrestle each other. Yeah. And at first I was all like, this is weird. Why would you do two baby faces? And I realized it's because they're warming up the crowd. Yep. And it's you know the I mean? brilliant mind of Dave Marquez because let's yep. go there. NWA, once he was gone, was trash. It's felt different ever since he was gone. One way or the other. Whether you liked or didn't like what he was doing, his presence is felt. Mm-hmm. And it's missing. You know what I mean? Like it's he does it differently for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they were one of the big teams that the, the I think they were the second match, and it was one of the ones where like you could tell the characters right away, you know. You knew who was good and who was bad and who you wanted to win and stuff. So it was just cool and marquez at one point they do it cut a commercial for for uh the some sort of car car wash thing it wasn't even car shield it was a car wash and so there's their their mascot's a duck and it's this giant duck quackles comes out and the crowd was so hot for the show at this point wait is that the um it's like called ducky car wash Uh, yes okay because they have those here because when you were like quackles i'm like Wait, that sounds like Ducky Car Wash. Anyways. Yep, that's them. Okay. Uh, th- one of the wrestlers was in that that outfit. And I don't know who it was. That's because what you were talking about. That's all I was asking. Is Colt Cabana Quackles? Because the dude was oh. doing the Hogan's. He was doing moves. At one point, someone comes out and he stuns them. And it's really cool. But, like, what, was, what I loved about it is it was funny because, like, Marquez was laughing because he's like, Quackles, you're the biggest star of the night because the crowd was insane because every match built off the match before it. And you forgot how I forgot. I've been to so many indie shows that are such a mess. Mm -hmm. I forgot how good a well-booked show gets you more and more rowdy. You just can't help but be drawn in. 
and give that performer everything you got. And by the time Quackles came out as our intermission, we were just everyone just on our feet screaming for this fucking duck. Like, let's do it. We want the duck. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> they were all, we were chanting quack, just quack, 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 quack. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I thought could hardly you didn't hear like- him with the mic. I didn't like I think you I didn't think you liked this comedy bullshit in wrestling. But that wasn't comedy bullshit. That was a commercial in the middle of your show. Okay. And that is different. You know what I mean? Like no one bought that Quackles was a legitimate wrestler who might be stone cold. They didn't have a competitive match. You don't know who was in Quackles, okay? I think it was cold. Now here's the other thing. They have a character who is comedy and shitty. And I was like, his little, his name was Crying Brian. And I was like, he was booked perfectly tonight because he was just enough comedy. He comes out and he goes like, eh, and it's like really cartoonish and like a child. Well, he goes in there and Quackles beats him up and it was great. And then in the, the battle royal, he comes out and gets the bushwhacker spot thrown out right away and starts crying, throws a fit and jumps up and down. And I was like, that's exactly how you do a comedy act. You don't need to focus on it for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? But it was a really good time. Anytime United Wrestling is available or around, it's something you definitely should be checking out, anybody who's listening. Um, but yeah, it was good. I, I, one of the things that happened, uh, Marquez, I want to throw this out there. Uh, he comes out during in between a couple things and says, uh, um, 33 years in the business, and he's seen a lot, been through a lot, and has been pretty jaded. And he said he's been jaded lately. And that um, the Arizona crowd... Um, really made him feel better about a lot of this stuff and it and it as he kind of wraps up what he was saying because you know oh we got this much time left for doing this thanks for bearing with me and he was like i want to come back he goes you're a better audience than la it was funny but as he's walking away the crowd just starts chanting thank you david clap 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 thank you david clap 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 and they're getting louder and louder and you can see him he's walking out of the ring he's going to the side and he's just walking towards the curtain and that's when he starts to realize what's happening and he stops Kind of looks over his shoulder. It's almost like almost like a movie. He looks over his shoulder and then just kind of like realizes what's happening and smiles and turns around. And he plays into the camera a little bit and he looks at everyone and says thank you and stuff and goes back. Um, but it was nice. You could tell on his face. It was heartwarming. I don't know if he's ever gotten a chant like that, especially not from a thousand people. No. So, no. Um, yeah, we absolutely – I was really proud to be a part of that audience. I was really happy that – because I – was trying to get the chant going. I didn't know if it would go or not because the dude's amazing. I think he's a really cool guy. He's done a lot of cool shit. I got a chance to talk to him after the show and I asked him, I was all like, do you plan to ever write like a book about all this stuff? And he goes, oh no, absolutely not. And I was all like, you can keep out some of the controversy. And he goes, no, I'm all about the controversy. I would keep it all. And he goes, I just don't think that there's that big of a demand or a want for it. And I was like, I think that people just don't know enough about you to show you there's that demand. But Hopefully we can convince him when he retires. I know he wants to retire in a couple of years. I believe Colt interviewed him for his podcast. I think he did. It was one of the early on ones. I'll go in Patreon and see if I can fish it out. If you can find it, let me know because I, uh, I have a feeling that I'll be able to do an interview with him soon. And it would be nice to hear what was in that one first. Oh, good. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, But it was really cool. Such a good time. It was my favorite Arizona show I've ever been to, and I've been to a bunch. And it felt big. It felt like a Royal Rumble. 
like an independent Royal Rumble. And I don't mean that just because it was a battle royal. I mean, the crowd was big and it was hot and it was into it and it felt legit. And so many indie shows out here feel like an indie show where you go, oh, yeah, the promoter's that guy over there. You know what I mean? Like, the crowd was just there to have fun. It wasn't anyone shitting on some other company or, or yeah. some specific performer. Like, yeah, I was wearing the Sami Zayn my dog shirt. And we saw like two other people wearing it too. And we're like, my dog. Like, it was fucking great, man. <laughs> People with AEW jackets, people with WWE shirts. It was like, hey, we're all here because we all like stuff like this. Uh, um, this was your first time seeing uh, Colt wrestle, correct? No, because he wrestled at, at Hard Times. No, he didn't. He didn't wrestle at Hard Times? He was not under contract that season. No. No oh, shit. Then no, I didn't see him live. Okay. So then this would have been yeah. the first time I saw him wrestle, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? He wasn't at any of the other shows? Huh. Yeah, because Hard Times was the only NWA show I went to. So. Yeah, he wasn't on that, that year. You saw Flipper. Yeah. That's and right, because... Uh, Marty do his um two things, and Marty wrestled. Who was the, who was the, the North American champ at the time? Was, was it Trevor at the time? North American champ was... No... Because Trevor Trevor wrestled Ricky for the right for the TV. Yeah, I think I'm North American to... Champ. Oh, was it Aaron Stevens? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, in question mark. But yeah. uh, you're right. Yeah, so that was the first time I got to see him wrestle live. I mean, it was in the Battle Royal. He was in there for a good amount of time. He did a couple fun spots. He did his elbows and stuff. And I sent you a picture just a little bit ago, so you can check it out. Somebody, not positive who, um. Gave him a chop that left a handprint that you can see. I saw that. You could I, see the bumps on the fingers, like you know. Um, of all the years I've seen Colt Russell live, I've seen him get chopped plenty of time. Yeah, I've never seen someone with a handprint like that yeah. on his chest. Think, yeah. That must have been really sounding like a shotgun because, ooh, ooh. yeah. I told producer lady that I feel like that because it was bad. Like the hand was, you could from where we were sitting, we went sat up up top because we're like, fuck it, we'll just sit up top. We could see the prints between the fingers, like the lines and everything. It's like yeah. if I can see it from here, that's yeah. bad. That's um, when I looked in the photo because it wasn't like you zoomed in on him. I was like, holy no. fuck. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen anything like that on him. It's insane. I just I told her I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if Colt. Smiles at him and says, "I'll see you down the road." And the receipts, receipts on the way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, yeah, but a little chop say, coming his way later on down in down in the road. Yeah, I will say that you know, he's let me chop the chop the wrestler during his match before. I've only chopped somebody once, and this was the time. Yeah, and yeah. I left a handprint. I uh, really keep upper hand. I did meet Colt after the show. Janela was real quick. He was like in a hurry and wasn't feeling hanging. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because I walked up to Colt. I thought you, I thought you'd like this one. Car Shield was sponsoring the show, right? It's 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 Marquez. Car Shield's the 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 one, right? Yeah. Um, he was wearing a Car Shield jacket, and someone walked up right as I was kind of walking up, and they said, "What are you wearing a Car Shield jacket for? What do you work for them or something?" 
And I, before he even answered, I was all like, you're telling me someone doesn't offer him a free jacket. He won't take it. I was like, I would take a free jacket. And Cole says, yeah, see, this guy gets it. He knows exactly what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Oh boy. Yeah. That's uh, the charm of Colt Cabana. I don't know if it's because, you know, you heard, you know, you heard a lot. Y'all have heard a lot of my stories. Bitsy. Marsh gets yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure yeah. Colt was like this guy. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah. Uh, I also remember I, I told you I, I might show up with an eight by ten of him as Brooklyn Brawler and have him sign it. Mm-hmm. He already has them. Yeah, he already yep. has them. Got oh, a bunch he, of them. Hello. This is the okay. I've said it yeah. once, I've said it twice, I've said it before on episode one. I've been saying it since episode one. He is the godfather of modern independent wrestling. He's the one who started doing this. Oh, yeah. Why he wouldn't he have eight by tens of him as the Brooklyn Brawler? I got to. You know what else he did? Christ's sake! What else? Did so he do? when you're leaving mm-hmm. the the venge the the the, the, the okay. where the seating is, mm-hmm. right as you get past the seating, past the bleachers, all of the tables for the talent to sit on were over to your right, behind a thing. So you had to like walk twenty feet to get to the table. He was right Cold. there, huh? No. No, nope. no. Colt took a table and dragged it all the way over so it would be right front and center where the exit is so no one would have to walk to the side to find him. He was the only person you saw. So as soon as you leave, there was a line of people just stacked for Colt because they're like, oh, Colt Cabana's right here. And I went over because I was letting the line die down. I went over to the side and I heard some people talking. Uh, a couple of the talent were over there and they're like, Colt's table's over there. Like, how did he get his table? And he's like, he took it over there. Like Colt knows what he's doing. He wanted to be the first person they saw. And I was like, there's a fucking line over there. Like he no one got as much stuff done as him because he just he was as soon as he was out of the rumble, he was right That's there. If you're fuck- leaving, you're gonna see me and you're gonna see my merch. That's a fucking boss right there. Okay. Yeah. That's next level shit. And if you little indie fucks, you know, who don't like him in your team Phil, oh, yeah. you need to learn something from the man. Kiss the fucking ring. As I, and I thought it was cool too. And I walked up and I was like, how much is the thing? He goes, ah, 20 bucks for anything on the table. And I was like, all right. Uh, let's see. Oh, if he had said that to me, I'm like, oh, so I can give you 20 bucks for you? He's not on the table. What's oh, I'd have someone go and like knock him over so he'd be on the table. There was a young woman with Down syndrome who also had a boot on, like with a broken ankle boot, mm-hmm. who was looking at him and, oh my God. And like her parents were like, it's cool, it's cool. And she's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. And at one point, and he just looks over and he goes, hey, what's going on? And she looks over and like, oh. And so he like waves her over. He like talked to her for a while. They're taking pictures. And he was like, what's your name? And talking to her. And she was just like overwhelmed. Like she was shaking, like, yeah, almost like hyperventilating, waving off her thing. And, and then uh, I start talking to him once they're kind of over and he sees her walk by again and he calls her by her name and goes, hey, 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 and she comes back and he has a little the little micro brawler pin that they made. And he goes, this is a little gift for you from me. And she was like, oh, my God, like she couldn't believe it. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best. And he I'm saw not- an opportunity to make someone's experience an extremely high level and he didn't hesitate. He's the best. He didn't hesitate at all. Like, no, no. that's yeah. why like people are like, give me shit about him. I'm like, he's the best. Some people might not like him because they're team Phil. Mm-hmm. Some people might not like his wrestling. 
There's a lot of people who don't want him to come up to fucking San Francisco because I want him to be there because he's my favorite. Yeah. Above all else. He's the fucking best, dude. He's the best. I was impressed because I've encountered a lot of wrestlers over time. And some people you can tell are giving you the time of day because you're paying for that time of day. Some people can tell that they're giving you the time of day because they're contractually obligated and they're not allowed to not. Uh, And some people you see do everything they can to not give you three seconds of their time because, oh, my God, it's another fucking fan. And that wasn't Colt at all. He was any opportunity he had to talk to anybody. He was warm and open. He talked to us about Chicago. Because I, I told him about how the soda that you had uh, told me to go pick up for him. I told him, I was like, I owe you a soda. Mr. Man and Jane told me to bring you a Coke Zero. I was he like, didn't I roll have his it. eyes at you, did he? When you <laughs> he, <laughs> he just kind of smirked and he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, and she, he goes, well, we call it a pop. And I was like, what? And he goes, it's a pop up north. And I was like, no, that's right, in Chicago. Yeah. He and I got and, uh, about soda versus pop. Mm-hmm. And I told him, you know, I'm right. And he's like, you just want me to say that you're right. I go, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, duh. Yeah. You know? That's great. Um, I love it. You know what he But smirked. I even told him, I was like, hey, we're thinking about moving to Chicago. And he goes, oh, what part? And so we were talking about it. And so I bring over producer lady. And so she's just shooting the shit with him about Chicago and the areas and what's this mm-hmm. place like and that. And he's just like, yeah, this is Chicago. Like he was, you know, giving us a little tour in his mind. Like he was just very, very open. And I was just really impressed with, with his ability to be that way. Cause, um, yeah. I love how when he smirked at you, when you said, because you didn't tell me what, uh, like, that you told me you owed him a soda, but you didn't tell me, like, I wanted you to give, get him one. But yeah. he smirked, he's probably thinking, fuck, she's going to yell at me about the fucking, because he gave me such shit about trying to quit drinking Coke that, mm. you know, because he had went cold turkey for years. And when I saw him drinking a soda on something, I was like, you motherfucker. How dare you? You fucking went back. That's you need funny. to, yeah. So he's probably why he's smirking. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's no. gonna fucking yell at me. Exactly. Yeah. And then now I owe him a now I owe him a pop next time you I do. see him. And he's probably gonna say next time I see him, did you bring me one? And yeah. I'm like, that's on Marsh. That's not on me, bro. Yeah. That was <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> as I give him like his favorites, a pack of like extra polar ice gum. The big little one. And what else? Those are, yeah. Or I'll buy him Chipotle. I know his Chipotle order. I know his Subway order. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. His drinks. If you buy the buy water, he -hmm. likes the Clementine one. Yeah. Favorite. Yeah, no, I know it all. If you buy him Hint, you have to buy him Pineapple one. He loves Pineapple. And, you know, I know it all. Okay. It's not because I'm a crazy stalker. It's because... You know, that's like some of my my dudes, I, my favorites, I take care of them. I do owe him a Hanukkah gift. I kind of like, I didn't send him one two years ago because I was mad at him. And I should have did it uh, after the Jericho cruise. But I did bring a peace offering to him because for the longest couple of times I'd seen him before, I didn't bring him anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, when I first saw him, I was like, I have a peace offering for you. And he was like, you do? And I go, mm-hmm. reached in my pocket, pulled out a thing. It was a 36 pack of extra polarized gum. And he's mm-hmm. like, how did you know I didn't bring any? I'm like, because either A, you were going to think that I was going to bring you some. 
or B, you should have known better and you know that I was mad at you. Or C, you just forgot to get gum. Yeah. Probably with C. And he goes, mm. I go, I was mad at you. I wasn't going to bring you shit. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I'll bring you. I go, mm hmm. I, you know, I know. I know. I know. So he's the best. And Janella is awesome. I love Janella. This was your. Second time seeing Janela or first? I know I saw him fight in a tag team again with X Pac. Oh, that's right. to... he went to X Pac. Okay, never mind. That's and the I... one where he went heel, right? Yeah, he turned heel on him, and that was pretty big. And I think the second GCW show I was on, he was doing something. So okay. I've seen him, and he's uh, he's impressive. Um, so but and he was doing he really good. Yoked. Here. Yeah, yeah, he was doing good. Although he did wrestle in a t-shirt, so it made me wonder if something was up, but. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was just overall good. And like, I was just really happy for it. And I hope, I hope, uh, Marquez brings it back through here because like I said, it felt like the, the most big time independent show ever. I'll go. And you want to know what happened? Hmm. We canceled our Christmas because of the storms. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Remember I told January. you I couldn't go because my family was deciding to get together on the 14th to do Christmas. Oh Yeah. Yeah, well, we canceled it because it was storming so hard, and I was pissed. He did say something about that, because when I said Ooh. that you did it, um, Colt, because I said that you were sending me the soda, and he goes, she told me she'd be here. And I was like, yeah, it was something to do with family, I think. Mm -hmm. And he was all like, all right. like, But yeah, he did know that you had said you were going to be there, and I guess you didn't tell him that family thing came up. So, Oh, um, no, now he's mad at me. Oh no, I doubt it. He just was what? expecting that soda. <laughs> that pop i don't know maybe work. no but then again like i think yeah. part of it was maybe expecting a soda but i haven't seen him since the cruise so yeah yeah um so. but yeah uh it was a good time and uh really really happy i think and also dave marquez dave marquez gave me so much time as much time as i wanted oh yeah he's the best like he like i told him i wanted to formally introduce myself because of uh our new um, connection we've had uh, uh, through some of my other projects I'm working on that we uh, ended up crossing paths again. And I was like, Hey, this is me from that thing. Right. So uh, it was really cool. And he was just like all the time in the world, you know, and I saw, you know, Hey, we'll talk again soon. So, um, but yeah, Marquez, he's just, a, he's just so fucking cool, man. He's just doing go, it. I want to go to Disneyland with Marquez. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. that, because with his past and his connection with Disney, I would love to go. Yeah, no okay. one knows more than him. Yeah. Uh, but was there anything, because we only got a little bit of time left. We got about a half hour before we need to definitely cut, yeah. cut it. Um, NXT was a good show. I don't know if there's anything on there specifically you wanted to talk about or if there was stuff that happened on AEW that you really wanted to talk well, about. NXT. Um, NXT Again. had a few returns that were pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Dallas and Tyler Dallas, Bate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dallas, I enjoyed. Yeah. Um. I really am excited to see Electra Lopez and Wendy Chu next week. Yeah. That'll be a good one. Um, but, you know, again, Booker kind of takes it out again for me. So I kind of am like watching it, but then I'm like, let me just turn the sound off. And I, you no. know, so for me, I'm like, hey, I kind of am, you know, looking forward again to seeing, you know, um, uh, Waller and, um, Braun Breaker again. Yeah. That'll be very good. 
Um, That's true. And I think that, you know, it was, it was good. It's been better than it has been. Yeah. You know, nothing stood out to me. Just the fact that it was better than it has been. Yeah. So that was um, pleasing to me. Yeah. AEW had a little bit more to talk about. So yeah, I felt like that too. Like I felt like NXT was a solid show. They did a nice job. They had that uh, zoom in on Vic uh, mm-hmm. talking about Jay Briscoe mm-hmm. and, and, you know, was very classy, very classy, especially from a company that never had them under their umbrella. And they, and, ne- and they never wanted them. I don't think that's true. I thought they were offered an NXT um, contract at one time and that they turned it down because they wouldn't be able to take care of the farm. I thought I had read that somewhere. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Mm. Yeah, me too. I can also be wrong. So we both have heard our, our things and either way they never were, were there. And if they didn't want them for whatever reason, or if they offered it and turned it down uh, for whatever reason, yeah. still classy move because they don't even own, they don't own footage of them. They don't own photographs of them. Like that's, that's a talent that your that your core viewership that you believe to be yours and yours alone has never been exposed to in that way. So to, to be able to to take the time and give that time that way, uh, it was really cool and super classy. Yeah. Um, Before I'm gonna shout out to your. Okay, go ahead. AW, I was gonna say, I yeah. believe I said this on episode one about Tony mm-hmm. Khan's interest in WWE. Did I not tell you people? Episode one, he would try yeah. to buy WWE. He's not trying to buy WWE. He said a stupid thing on a podcast because he's a moron, but he's not buying well, WWE. You don't know that. Yes, they I keep... do because I know Vincent Mann's not going to work for Tony Khan. No, they'd probably let him do what he does, but just know at the end of the day, it's not Tony Khan. It'd be his father. For one, okay? yeah. it'd be shit. Can you imagine? Day. Can you imagine? Shad Khan buys WWE, leaves Vince in power, and part of the stipulation is Tony can never look Vince in the eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he well, or no, the stipulation is Tony is not allowed within ten feet of him. Yeah, like a circle, no same and, room, and not, and you're not allowed to talk to him without supervision. Yeah, yeah, even on yeah. the phone, no supervision. Yeah. None or no one like, to be on the not. call. There will be no communication or eye contact made by Tony Khan to Vincent yep. Kennedy McMahon. Yep. Uh, real quick, Kiro does say here that he has almost enough money saved to start his own wrestling promotion, no sponsorship, and no partners at this time. Uh, to Can which I, I would. For you, Kiro? What do you want to do for him? I want to book. I'm a no, very good booker. He's not going to. No, you can give him dream matches, but he's not going to let you book the whole thing. Not the once whole see, thing. Once you see the program, you start talking about dream matches. He'll see if he can work it in. No, no, but no, he's no, not no, no. I'm trying not, to give you the book. Okay, just because I've booked my dream match, okay, does not mean that you know. No, I just want to book a match because I think I. What do you think booking a match means? It just means you say these two dudes are going to be in the ring together. That's what yeah, booking but you is. Also, do the program. Yeah, sometimes. That's I want to do that. You want to I do one program? Booker. Well, it's going to be up to Kuro. I think Kuro should call it Wrestling on the Rocks because we already have a heavyweight championship belt made. So he can save some money. Okay. We can use this, and then we'll pretend we're sponsoring him. 
but we're not. And he pretends that he's sponsored by us, but no money's being moved. He's just using our belt. And and then would he have us on commentary? No, he wouldn't be that dumb not to put us on commentary. (laughs) You would be. We would be. We would show up. You know what I mean? Bert and Ernie sweaters or something. We'd be faces around there. People would know. No, and we'd be on here, and we'd be doing reviews here. We could be like, you know how uh, how AEW has that stupid podcast with um, Aubrey and Tony Schiavone. It might not even exist anymore. Oh, are you trying to say we'd that we'd be I'm... the official? We'd be the official no, podcast. You're trying to say that I'm the Aubrey. I see what you're doing. No, I'm the ref. Oh, well, then you're Aubrey. Okay. What? A... No. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. It would be the official podcast for the Wrestling on the Rocks promotion. And they would mm-hmm. use our title. Yeah. And then can we interview people? I don't, you can't just. He's probably doing this in Canada, this guy. He's always doing shit in Canada. He make, it Amer- make it American based, dude, or at least have Brett do something for you. He said he'll make me a full time ref. So I'm in. I'm moving to Canada. You guys are done. You know, I, I would, I can always move to Canada and work for Hyatt. Oh, Hyatt would be good. He does say he's going to make it international this time, and you do work for Hyatt, so it could be really good to to have a connection like you helping him book hotel accommodations for traveling talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just well, saying. Now here's the question. DMs here, right? open. Here's the million dollar question: Would you book Marty Scurll? You don't have to go into a tirade. It's a yes no question. I don't know. I would think probably not for a while at least. He's got to he's got to get a a standing to to build equity, you would think. And you don't want to be the first one to do that, I don't think. He's not the first. He's wrestling for AAA. He's wrestling No, he's no, the crash. AAA. Yeah. No, the crash. He's wrestling again for He's the in crash. the crash and he's Puerto Rico and those places don't count. Those aren't. Poland doesn't count? No, it doesn't count. Whatever. I'm just he's saying. He's not in the fucking VFW hall, dude. I'm just saying, Kiro's got to build equity first with his wrestling on the rocks promotion. I can overweight championship of the world. I know people. Lip Gordon, I know freaking Cole. I know a lot of people. You're trying to get him shut down. You just said you want to be a commentator, and now you're like, hey, anybody who's got any heat, commentator. I was saying, are we being the commentary team? I don't know. No, we will break down the shows after the fact, like talking smack and stuff. Okay, 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 calm down. Calm down. He does Calm say the first down. person he wants to tie down is O'Shea Edwards. It's a good call. You should also look into EJ Sparks. Uh, also, I would say uh, Titus Alexander. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's an impact mainstay. I'm trying to give him some names. Bryn Thorne uh, is an no, Arizona-based Titus women's Alexander wrestler. Yeah. Is not, no. He's from Northern California. Then who am I thinking of? You're thinking uh, Josh Alexander. Yeah, that guy's Yeah, good. totally different good. person. Yeah, but he's totally good. Different. He's good. Starboy Charlie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Don't book Starboy Charlie. He's could do his GCW thing. That dude looks like he's full. Okay. Starboy Charlie and Titus are, I'm uh, I'm sure, are going to do Dynamite and Dark when they're in the Bay Area. Sure. Let them do yeah. Dark. Everyone does Dark. Everyone. Yeah. You know who did Dark? Half of NXT's roster. Doesn't matter. You know who did Dark? A lot. Ricky mm. Starks. Yeah. 
Uh, Kiro says O'Shea Edwards and Kevin Blackwood are top of my list. Kevin oh, Kevin Blackwood. Yeah, he's not bad. I like him. His he, but I don't love his internet presence, but he's no. But Kevin Blackwood also needs to um, wear his trunks. I like the pink. The pink's the best part. What? Pink is the best part. His pink trunks. It's the best. No, they're very revealing. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyways, another good one. But Bryn Bryn Thorne, you should look at Kiro because yeah, she needs a break. Um, so how about wrap up the show a little bit? You tell me about the couple things that happened in dynamite, uh, that really stood out to you because I'm be honest, the, the production value alone being what it is right now makes it so much easier for me to sit down and watch the whole show. Mm-hmm. The content that they're putting out does not make it easier for me to focus the whole show. Well, there were some good matches last night. I there mean, was some good matches and there were some trash matches. I know. You're going to say the Bucks was trash. I couldn't even get into it because of Nick. Stupid Nick. No, it was Matt. Did I don't he... know the difference. The well, stupid who, one who makes the fucking faces and talks like I'm a wrestler talking. He's And he doesn't talk. Like, no one talks like that even. And, the, oh, the, the dark-haired guy or yeah, the light guy? The dark-haired one, not the balding one. The, the dark-haired guy is the older brother, and that's Matt. Nick yeah. is the younger brother. Know your bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's no reason to know the bucks, because I know when I see one, the other one's going to be right there, and I don't want either. But he fucking pantomimes everything he's doing. He doesn't even try to look like he's trying. He's He does it like he's a fucking kid making fun of it. It's really weird. He walked over towards someone like he was going to do a clothesline and just slowly puts his arm over them. Then he turns around to see the other guy coming his way and he stands up, puts his arm back like he's going to punch and then waited until the guy comes up and grabs him and slams him down. You're like, and he walked into that position. It's not like he was flung back and like, oh, it all timed out. It was like, no, he walked over there and stands there with his fist back and waited for the guy to come hit him. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I just, I walked away. I didn't see the rest of it. I didn't even realize it was top flight. I'm surprised top flight is even not injured right now. This is probably the first match they've had back together since. One's no, they've had injured. a couple of matches back together. It's been, a, it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Puro is saying that the company is going to be traveling and that people could do whatever they want. So it's like a free floating company with everyone to use. Yeah. Those are people I want you to use though, dude. Yeah. I'm trying to help you, trying to help you with your roster. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But go ahead. That was my that was my entire experience with the Young Bucks. I didn't watch Orange Cassidy, so tell me I didn't what it was that stood up that you wanted to see. Um, you know what? Let's get this out of the way too, because it's also a negative, and I want to end it on a happy note. Okay, as much as we can. The main event: okay. Darby versus Kushida. Kushida's yeah. amazing, and he's yeah. so good. But Tony's booking is so predictable. The one thing that WWE does is at least gives you a reason to make you go, I mean, they could let that guy win. Any match when you watch Roman Reigns in the past three years, every time someone's been like, I mean, there is a world where Drew takes it off of him. Well, there is a world where Jay's the one who takes it off of him. No one in any match in AEW do they go, 
I don't know. It could go either way. They go, oh, this is where the Bucks are going to win because it's for the titles. Oh, this is where Darby's going to win because Koshida's not even signed here. Oh, this is where Orange Cassie's going to win because this match isn't big enough for him to lose on TV. Like, there's no fucking... I mean, the closest you have, it's like every one of these matches was Bronson Reed versus Akira Tozawa. Yeah, we know how it's going to play out. It's Bronson Reed and Akira Tozawa. But the difference is, Bronson Reed and Akira Tozawa are fucking amazing and they're worth watching every time. Not not half this roster is. So so that's it. That was my thought on Koshida Darby. It wasn't worth watching. I didn't finish watching it because I see Ko- Koshida doing all this great stuff and then go, but I'm not going to sit here for five more minutes to watch him lose. That was my tirade. You tell me what stood out, what didn't you like, what did you like. I'm going to get another drink. You know, honestly, I only saw half the match. Because see? why? Kashida was like, it's so good. Okay. Darby Allen can be good when he wants to be, but it's like you already know that Kashida ain't gonna win. And this is all in vain. Because I don't think there is is any intention to sign him. So, no. you know, yeah. So well, you know, why am I gonna bother? And that's Tony Khan booking for you. Tony Khan 101. And, you know, it sucks, but what can you do, right? That's all I have for that match, because that really was it. Because it's like, man, why bum myself out when we know that's the the result? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Which, what did I like? Well, I did like... um, I don't know if you saw the Brian Danielson match with Bandito. Holy yeah, that fuck. That cool. was amazing. Like Bandito, I'm glad he finally did sign with them because Bandito is uh, amazing. And I think with Bandito, that I never could get bored watching Bandito. I get bored watching Penta and Phoenix. But never Bandito. And I can't put my finger on why. I just know that I really enjoy watching him. I don't know if it's because he's that talented and that good and he's really, really young because he is very, very young. But it's just something about him that it doesn't ever look botchy. It's very flawless and it flows. So this one was a really great testament to see. Now, I'm hoping because these... People, it's supposed to get harder and harder. So for Brian Danielson, so now we have Brian Cage next week, which yeah, I'm like, that. that's stupid. You know who I think should be the final one? Zack yeah. Saber Jr. But I live in a world where I don't think that's going to fucking happen. So it's okay. It's okay. But eventually, that match needs to happen, though. New Japan probably, but yeah. I need to see that because that's two of the best, really, literally the best technical wrestlers in the world right now. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Jonathan Gresham, because that ain't you. But anyways, so yeah, I really enjoyed. While. Oh no, that's he was at um, he, he was at Bola. Yeah. Well, because he kind of opens his mouth a little bit or whatever. Yeah, I wonder if he shot and himself he in the foot. He was close to getting probably yeah. something, but I don't know. I don't yeah, know that it's all on the up after this. No, I think he's on impact. Now. Well, she's good, but is but it? yeah, 
But he was on Bola in the what I like to call the spousal abuse match. And she did win. Because why? She's the one that wears the pants in the family. I mean, everyone's got pants. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But other thing, of course, I'm going to have to do this because, you know, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw the return of Ricky not wearing white pants, uh, white shorts. So, yay, didn't look a, like a diaper. But his promo last week was pretty awesome because he's finally getting the mic. Action Andretti should never have the mic. But we're he's calling himself Stroke Daddy again. I think we might get a return of those jerseys. I don't know. Or something modified of the Stroke Daddy thing. But it only really works with jersey, the jersey, I think. But anyways. But we're getting shades of old Ricky. He did the whole thing with Hager. He put on the hat. And then he decided to showboat. Doing the whole like uh, walking the top rope thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, the greatest hits of Ricky Starks are coming. So you know what's next. I think we all know what's next. There's going to be a little bit of a uh, full moon happening on AEW. Calling it right now. And boy, when that happens, we're going to talk a lot about it. So when it happens, I said it on episode one. And if you've never seen his butt... Brace yourself. You'll really see it. You'll we, you will really see it, and you will know why. There we go. Yeah. And that, my friends, right. was how I watched AW. Now Rampage does look very interesting to me, um, and also what they're doing with Takeshita. They're really pushing him, but the guy's fucking great, though. Yeah. I don't like that they're um, kind of. Hinting that maybe uh, Don Callis is going to turn on Kenny, but I would love to see Takeshita versus Kenny because I think we're going to get New Japan Kenny out of that. Hmm. That would be good. It would be good. Uh, I've even I saw more than us mentioned that Kenny in Japan is a different Kenny in every way. Mm -hmm. So even from some pretty harsh critics of his, recognized that he yeah. was different and better when in Japan. Mm -hmm. Uh, even as recently as this Wrestle Kingdom match. So, uh, yeah, I think it would be very welcome to see a different version of Kenny, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, is that all you had to say about Ricky and Jake Hager? I mean, it was, you know, he laid for Ricky. I mean, what do you expect? Do you, What do you think about, because it looks like they're going to keep going with this. Didn't Ricky beat Jericho? Mm-hmm. So now he's going to go through the whole stupid club and then go back to Jericho? Probably because Jericho's like, riding the same so Jer train. That's what I mean. So Jericho can get the win over Ricky at the end? No. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's what going to happen. Ricky's going think... through all of JAS so Rick, so Jericho can win in the end. Mm, no. If he anything, he will. they're going to throw in Action Andretti in there. And oh, Ricky's God. not going to lose to Action Andretti. He's gonna, it's going to be Action Andretti. No one said he would. It, well, no, Ricky's not going to lose to Jericho because that's they're going to put the spot in where Jericho wins over the kid. There'll probably be a tag. I don't know who would be in that tag. We might see. I think we're going to see Action Andretti and that horrible 
tag team of whatever Magic Mike and whatever the fuck dumb the two dumb fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. So. Yeah. Yeah. I am looking forward to see what they did with the uh, Jay Briscoe tribute show. I have not seen online any spoilers. I'm really hoping that um, I know they were wearing armbands that said Jay with a heart on it. Yeah, I like um, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and I'm really hoping that a lot of people who he worked with for a long amount of time, like people like Cabana, um, you know, I'm um, hoping FTR maybe would wrestle on this thing. Um, yeah. The Bucks, obviously, but I really hope that there is some kind of something. And I really hope that there's a tag match, a tag tournament that's like a Briscoe Memorial one. Um, but I would love to see, and this would be a rule forbidden door kind of thing, some of the old um, ROH tag teams. I know, like it's a sh- it's shitty because Frankie Kazarian just signed with Impact. Impact, and then Motor City Machine Guns are over at Impact. But there are a lot of teams, man, that are still out there that were um, amazing. So maybe bring back it's crazy how they. I don't know. You know what? But you know what we'll wrap up on is it's crazy hmm. to me how and it's I it sucks because I was wanting to go on something real positive and this is not going to sound that way. It's crazy Uh-oh. to me how much Tony. I mean, he gets some criticism for some people, but a lot of people like forgive him for it. He flubs things the craziest way. He had SCU and mm-hmm. completely flubbed that tag team. Uh, Scorpio Sky was like the big guy who was going to break out from that and really drove him into the dirt to where now no one from SCU even like works there. Uh, when was the last time we even saw Scorpio Sky? Like he's still on the roster, right? Like I'm scrolling through right now just to see. Yeah, he's still on the roster. Uh Frankie's over in Impact now. Like, when you think about Paige, Soraya, she already turned heel. She only had two matches. And she just turned heel because they couldn't figure out how to capitalize on arguably one of the biggest comeback stories in years. She got injured and couldn't wrestle. She was told she'd never wrestle again and wouldn't be cleared. She comes back to a hero's welcome. We can't believe this happened. And by a month later, they've turned the whole fans against her because they couldn't figure out how to capitalize on that. She should be the biggest face of your division. And so it's insane to me. SCU, Soraya. I would throw Punk in there because he felt less special really quick, but a lot of that sounds like Punk's fault at this point. Uh, Kiro does say Mars should read my match idea on the podcast. See how fast someone steals it. I actually didn't read it because I don't want someone to steal it. Uh, but I took a picture of it because I'm sending it to our old buddy Kevlar and asking him how he would actually make a match like that work because uh, I think there's promise, but I think a lot of your concept there is uh, messy, like you were insinuating. Uh, and Kevlar is uh, he's good at making shit like that work, man. He's uh, got a weird brain. So, um, but yeah, I just think that it's crazy how Tony Khan's flubbed, and now and now Tony's a heel for some reason. Tony and Soraya are heels. Like, what are you that. doing? Mm-hmm. How do you flub the return of Soraya? Mm, I don't know. It's insane. It's weird. But then again, okay, he also flubbed riding a wrong with Phil and Cabana. So yes. 
you know, and uh, so it's kind of like, uh, well, yeah, I'm like, just don't sign any more people, okay, just, just, just don't, because you don't really know what to do with them, because yeah, you're always going to highlight Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, the yeah. same old, same old bullshit, so just don't, yeah, you know, but, well, you know, who knows, but if we do want to end things on a, um, a positive note, I will say that um, it's kind of cool now to kind of see. Um, it'll be very interesting because the uh, wrestling community has definitely been very supportive of uh, Jay Briscoe. And I think yes. that um, that's it's sad that it takes death to bring us together. But I'm really hoping that um it it this whole thing this whole like this whole experience it just kind of makes people just kind of sit back and think and maybe you know not be as judgmental but you know keep it keep it positive keep it on the real and celebrate really what it is that we love and it's professional wrestling and we just lost probably one of the members of one of the greatest tag teams of modern times and yeah. I really think that we should celebrate that. And if you're never seeing the Briscoes, you know, you might find a match you like, you know, or if you're diehard, you know, you might go back and watch matches that you've loved seeing throughout the years. So definitely, Unless something you know, massive happens on AEW or NXT next week, maybe we do like a watch along for a couple of Briscoe matches. Yeah. Happy to. You, know what I mean? you probably we should see if we can do Steen and Generico. For sure, that's on the docket. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. For sure. Uh, but and yeah. maybe I know you don't like the Young Bucks, but they've had some epic matches with the Young Bucks. Uh, watching the Young Bucks. Well, don't make no. that face. It's because it's the goddamn Young Bucks. Well, then we can find somebody else. Then. Okay, I don't want to watch the Briscoes and FTR again. I don't need to be seeing that. I'm trying to give yeah. other people uh, uh, other people shots. I wonder because maybe we find that GCW match with uh, huh? maybe we find a couple GCW matches too. Ring of Honor, GCW. Look, we'll look around. We'll put together a Ring couple of matches. Won, I think they faced the Second City Saints. I'm sure mm -hmm. they had back in the day. Phil yeah. and Cabana when they were best. That would be cool. That would be insane. That, to watch. To I'm sure they did. Yeah, that would be insane. I mean, so yeah, let's look up some matches, see what we can find, and um, next week, unless there's a, unless something massive happens, maybe we'll yeah. do a, a watch along and just talk about yeah. what we're seeing and what's going on. And then remember, and, uh, encourage people to watch after. it as well. The week after, I will not be here because I will be on the seven seas. Well, it's not seven seas; it's only one sea, but I'll be on the Jericho cruise, and it's oh, on it's the week Thursday. After next. Yeah, and it's going to be the night where it's the, you know, the rep your deck. I am going in a giant pineapple onesie. That's cool. I will have pictures. And oh, also, too, the one thing I'm really excited about, and part of me is more excited about this than the wrestling. Mm -hmm. Fucking Quiet Riot is on the boat. That's cool. Okay. Don't, I will be singing along. I really wish, like, 
I don't know, are members of like Dawkin alive? But I really was hoping that one of these Jericho cruises they would get Dawkin. Because I fucking I love Dawkin. Let me who doesn't love Dawkin, right? I mean, seriously. But quiet riot, man. Bang your head. Yeah, I'm gonna be the okay. old Maybe I will not play with again. Bobby. Again, I am gonna be the only one not singing along with Judas because yeah, I don't refuse do that. to. Cross your arms. I don't, don't refuse do, to. Don't do That's just bullshit stupid. I ain't, you know, yeah. I'm a fan of wrestling. I don't, whatever. The only time when Jericho plays as fo with Fozzie that I like is when they do the covers night. And it's usually like the, the second night in. Mm -hmm. um, so that's exciting. And then he's got his project band, which was really good, called Quarantine. And um, Frankie Kazarian's going to be playing um, yeah, with cool. him. Well, that'll be great. Frankie, the, be cool. Frankie, that rock and roller. Can't take that yeah. away from him. And then, yeah. of course, um, lots of good people. I'm so excited to see Flip. It's not even funny. Um, I can't wait to meet Cardona. Okay, because mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to find my take care, spike your hair shirt. I cannot find it. I know I have. You know, you don't have to prep us for something that's going to happen in two weeks that you're going to come back in three weeks and tell us about. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it happy and light, you know? I'm trying to get the bad juju, you know, the, the sadness away. Oh, yeah. It's okay, going to be a good time, up. and we're going to want to hear about it, but we're going to want to hear about it when we hear about it. Mm -hmm. Don't be prepped yeah. for 20 minutes about how you're going to talk to us about something in three weeks. But I'm getting you excited. But, tomorrow, but, but next week, next week, we're going to do some Briscoe's watch alongs. Um, yeah. The week after that, anybody who wants to come on, just let me know. Uh, hit me up anybody. at Ref Marsh. Almost anybody. No. Yeah. Could be almost anybody. Well, you know what? Bishop. Bishop's come not going to watch AEW or NXT. Why would Bishop do that to himself? Sit down and watch all because of AEW. Bishop wants to take my spot on Thursday, apparently, and confuse people. To think that, oh yeah, it's you know there's the night chaser, and then all of a sudden they see you know Bishop instead of me. I'm just. It saying. was Thursday afternoon happy hour and Thursday night chaser. That's how we did it. I know, but people were confused and thought it was me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't smell like chicken, and and you know, I'm from Delaware. No, I can't. There's no reason that. to be in Delaware. No, I mean, and if I am no in Delaware, I, I, you know, I must be like dead or something, roaming the earth. To mean. No one knows what know. that's supposed to mean. So, anybody who wants to come on in two weeks, let me know. Hit me up at Ref Marsh. You can let us know at rest at WOTR the show on Twitter. Mm -hmm. But until next week, when we come back here in the dive bar of the IWC for a brand new episode one. That's the last call. Cheers. Hey, producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I in subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rock.